the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. I'm clutching a large mug of hot tea. Mm-hmm. Burr, it is blustery out there. 37 degrees or so. It feels like, I don't want to say it, but it feels like winter has descended upon us, has it not? Oh, my gosh. Listen. Yes. This is hard for me to get used to, I'll be honest. Yeah, I know. i got a little turtleneck thing going on here. The furnace, of course, is in full bore. Eh, such is life on a Tuesday afternoon. But uh, we are here. Happy to be with you. God is with us. Kath, let's start off the show as we always do. Give us, please, the top four at four. All right, John, Mike, for Tuesday, November 17th, 2020, number one. I guess it's not news to anyone that it looks like we've entered the third wave of COVID-19. According to the Wall Street Journal, earlier surges and infections were concentrated in cities like New York and Chicago or populous states like Florida and Texas. But now most of the new cases are in the Midwest and the number of confirmed cases is rising significantly in all but a few states, including here in Pennsylvania. Europe, too, is struggling to contain the third wave. While some countries were hit harder during Europe's first wave, the second wave, like here in the U.S., has been felt more widely and includes countries that largely escaped the initial outbreak. Number two. A hearing on the Trump campaign's federal lawsuit aiming to prevent Pennsylvania officials from certifying the vote results apparently went on as scheduled after a U.S. district judge denied the campaign's new lawyer's request for a delay. The hearing apparently has happened at the federal courthouse in Williamsport and reportedly featured Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal attorney, who had not, are you ready for this, John, entered an appearance in federal court since 1992, wow! according to online court records. He was a star that, then. Yeah, that for sure. That was the year before he was elected mayor of New York. Now, I have not received or seen any information that this has happened, but it was supposed to have happened. And so I'm going along with the uh, assumption that it's in the past. And number three. And speaking of the recent election, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey and Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee this morning and right out of the gate. They were hearing it over the censorship of a pre-election New York Post story about Hunter Biden. Mm. As you might remember, Twitter blocked the sharing of an article about a laptop and emails said to belong to Hunter Biden, and Facebook limited the distribution of the article. Now, according to Fox News, Twitter CEO Dorsey said, quote, We made a quick interpretation using no other evidence than the materials in the article were obtained through hacking. And according to our policy, we blocked them from being spread. But upon a further consideration, we admitted this action was wrong and corrected it within 24 hours. 
And number four, Senate lawmakers unanimously approved plans to award the nation's highest military honor to a rock war hero, Alwyn Cash. Now the decision is up to the president. Mr. Cash's name became known to Steeler Nation after offensive lineman Alejandro Villanueva, himself an Army veteran and winner of the Bronze Star for Valor, wrote Cash's name on the back of his helmet early in the season. Mr. Cash, who suffered second and third degree burns over nearly 75% of his body during an attempt to rescue his men from a burning Bradley fighting vehicle, died November 2005. If the Medal of Honor is awarded to Cash, he would become only the seventh individual granted the honor for actions in Iraq and, get this, the first African-American given it for battlefield heroism since the Vietnam War. Wow. And that is your top four. Fabulous. Okay, so are you saying, do you think, is this true, that without the the efforting of... uh, Alejandro Villanueva, that Alwyn Cash's story would not have come to light? I couldn't quite... I couldn't quite discern that, and I don't think it's probably in the military's... um, uh, to the military's benefit to admit that, even if that's the case. Right. But... um, but he, he received a lesser award. And from the very beginning, people said, well, that's not right. It's it's absolutely not right. He should have a higher award based yeah. on what exactly happened. But there was a lot of bureaucracy and there were some paperwork problems. Sure, and there's always that, right? His family was busy doing other things like trying to survive. And so all I know is that Villanueva's act certainly gave a lot of publicity. I mean, you and I would not know that name of if course. it wasn't for no, what no. he decided to do. No. Well, that's super cool. Okay, so uh, it was a weird story that came out of the the city here as the Steelers put, you know, uh, people's names on the back of their helmets and there was a lot of blowback, but this is good. I mean, you're you're turning the corner here on some yep. uh, gold some gold and hope, hopefully uh, all in cash will be honored. Now, Kath, truly, the first African American? Can you So listen to this. I got to tell you again. So he's the Hold on, let me get the paper out here. The first African American given it for battlefield heroism since the Vietnam War. Okay. All right. I can see that. All right. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, there's been, you know. Listen, there's been a lot of battlefield heroism. Yeah, there has been. Sure. You know, the endless war. I wonder how many Medal of Honor winners since the Vietnam War to today. Probably not that many. I mean, it's not like it's, it's a very rare thing to be given out. So it is. Yeah. But boy, that's really good news. Anyway, we got a big show for you today, do we not? Uh, we're we're going to focus a lot on local ministry today, and especially local ministry uh, in urban environments with uh, also the Hispanic environments. We've got a lot more, and our first guest is coming all the way in from overseas. So we're all over the map today, but always in the center, we're going to talk about Jesus and the works of our Lord and Savior here in the city of Pittsburgh and beyond. Kath? All right. So thank you for being here today. It is the Tuesday. No. Is the Tuesday edition of the Ride Home with John and Kathy. I was all of a sudden excited it was Wednesday, but it's hey. not. So stay with us next. Live Sheridan Boise from the UK next. 101.5 WORD. In the heat of battle, the enemy out in front of you is concern enough. How frustrating and how dangerous to find the enemy literally in your midst. Someone you thought was fighting with you, but who's actually fighting against you. Join John MacArthur as he considers that scenario in the context of spiritual warfare. That's his focus on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have 5 to 100 employees, listen up. 
The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm Kathy Emmons. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year, another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in network. Isn't it time for a change? Stop the insanity. Call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30 percent. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. Or go to MarleyFG.com. If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. And even a brief history of late payments can lead to a big drop in your credit score. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. We'll work with your creditors, put a stop to late fees and other penalties, and make a plan that helps you get caught up. We'll also consolidate your bills into one easy-to-manage monthly payment and negotiate much lower interest rates. Not only will you find immediate relief, you'll save thousands. And don't worry, it's not a loan. It's a smart way to get back on track. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call, and we'll take care of the rest. Right now, no one really knows what the future will bring. But one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call one 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your car insurance with Right Track, which rewards you for safe driving. As the world's most careful driver, that's perfect. Now applying two pounds of force for acceleration. You're really up, 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 turning in 0.3 miles and begin a deceleration. With Liberty Mutual's Right Track, you could earn up to 30% savings based on how you drive. Sign up at LibertyMutual.com slash right track. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Discount on participating vehicles base coverages only. Availability varies. The turkey comes and the turkey goes. It all happens pretty quickly. What remains is one important person. And their appreciation for the simple fact you sent a Thanksgiving e-card from CrossCards.com. It's free for you. It's easy. And it leaves the recipient thankful. Express the spirit of thanks in a way that really matters to someone who really matters to you. Free Thanksgiving e-cards from CrossCards.com. Well, here you go. Happy Thanksgiving. Yay. Great. Hey, Mom, there's grumble in my gravy. And complaints in the cranberries. Discord in the dessert? Honey, what's going on? Oh, I guess I forgot to add the most important ingredient, thankfulness. Why don't we each take turns adding some? I'm thankful for my mom and dad and brother. Thanksgiving tastes better with The Thanks, a message from Focus on the Family and this station. Sheridan Boise is back with us. Sheridan's a regular guest on our show. Sheridan is a presenter of Pause for Thought on BBC Radio 2's Zobel Breakfast Show, heard by 9 million people daily. Sheridan Voise also contributes to media across the U.S., U.K., Europe, and Australia. An author of more than seven books, Sheridan's latest book is called Reflect with Sheridan. Sheridan, welcome back to the show. 
Hi, John and Kathy. Always a delight to join you. Oh, it's wonderful to hear you and see you and all that shared. And before we, though, get underway, tell us how things are in the UK. I mean, things with the coronavirus are pretty nutty here in America. What's it like on yep. the other side of the pond? Yep, equally nutty, although uh, we've now gone into our second national lockdown. Have so, you? yeah, so we've got that. It's not as extreme as it was in April. So we're allowed out for more than an hour a day, uh, those kinds of things. Um but at the same time, you know, we have, you know, percentage-wise, we're just a little bit behind you. So what, your uh, population of 320 million, 330 yes. million. Yes. Uh, the UK is about 65, 66 million. We're seeing about 30,000 new cases a day. And we're at the moment, sadly, we're still over 300 deaths a day. Oh. Uh, that's tracking percentage-wise, not far off from where you are. Um, so look, things desperately have to change. And I'm glad actually we're in a second lockdown because we, we really need to get these numbers under control. I'm into that. Yes. What does so, lockdown mean for you guys? Uh, well, uh, our restaurants are closed. Okay. Um, cafes are closed. Uh, uh, various other businesses, basically all businesses are closed really? apart from any restaurants or cafes that can do takeaway. And so you'll actually find that people have got their door open, but they've got a, say a, a desk across the doorway so you can serve, but you can't come in. Um, things like that. Frontline workers are, are obviously okay. Uh, and basically just asking you stay at home for as much as you can. If you really have to travel to get to work, well then do, but if you can work from home, please do. So that's really what we're doing. Very good. Well, Sheridan, of course, in these anxious and deeply unsettled times, uh, and a lot of us are home, it would be a good time if we could find the time and find the wherewithal to sit and reflect on our own thoughts and draw closer to God. Now, of course, your new work, Reflect with Sheridan, is all about that. Talk about you know, your own reflection time. Is this something that you're good at? You know, <laughs> I am, and that doesn't I hope that doesn't sound super spiritual because it's nope. not super spiritual. The fact is I was an only child for the first 13 years of my life. Wow. And so that meant that I was naturally used to solitude. Uh, I was around adults. And as somebody very wisely told me, what happens when you kind of grow up uh, as an only child, I've, I've now got a brother, you came, came along when I was 13, is that you are around adult conversation a lot but you of course aren't mature enough to join in. And so you listen. Mm -hmm. And so I think that has set me up for being somebody who I, I naturally gravitate towards solitude. I'm okay with reflection time. Uh, now that doesn't mean that my life doesn't get so busy that I then actually have to make it a discipline, um, make it a practice. But I have to tell you, um, you know, my reflection place inside at least is a little uh, spare room next door. And I, can't really get through the day without jumping into that room at least once, if not twice a day, just to stop all the bombardment of all the messages coming in from social media and all the messages in my head that are saying, attend, 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 do, 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 getting into there, just saying, okay, God, what next? What should I do now? Open my eyes and my ears to see and hear what I'm supposed to see and hear. Oh, All right. This... So, you know, funny, you were talking about listening to parents. Um, I was the opposite. I was the kid that came 12 years after my sister. All right. And so her first day of college was my first day of kindergarten. So all the years that I was in elementary school, I was the only kid around and I had the same thing. Right. So oh. I, I spent a lot of time listening 
listening to parents. But here's the difference though. I'm fine being by myself, but I'm not particularly disciplined about doing spiritual disciplines in that time I have alone. So talk about that because that's, that's the next step. Yeah. Okay. So you are halfway there <laughs> because, you know, um, I really believe that uh, I just can't remember who said it now, but uh, it was Blaise Pascal, wasn't it? Who said, you know, uh, one of the chief things that we have to all learn to do is be alone in our rooms. Uh, and so doing that. So then the next question is, well, okay, well, well what do you do now? You can think uh, that's good. Uh, but praying certainly, and I know that you'd say amen to this as well, gives me the best solutions to the problems that I can find when I'm trying to think them through. Um, And so uh, we need some stimulus material. And so scripture is the prime stimulus material. Um, Prayer is stimulus material. Nature is profound stimulus material to our reflection. I've got a, a big park just around the corner from me. Now, because we're in lockdown, we're seeing a lot of that park and, you know, this is where we take our dog for a walk and everything. And it's, it's a, it's an average park. It's nothing amazing. It's quite large. It's got some trees, got a little pathway kind of winding its way through. And I was thinking the other day, yeah, it's a bit mundane, isn't it? And yet to prayerfully walk through that park, it's interesting how God can open your eyes to see actually there's much more meaning in this park than what you thought Sheridan. And I thought, you know what there is, I was, Walking down there just the other day, there was a guy playing a bongo. Just made it really interesting. I haven't seen that before. He was just playing a bongo. Kept on walking, and uh, there was um, uh, some some children, and they were playing, and they were talking, overhearing their conversations. It's a place of play. Uh, A little while ago, we had some police tape go up around some of the trees. The next day, I saw a bunch of flowers and a little handwritten note that said, Dear Dad, Granddad, Tim, we will always miss you and we will always love each other as you wanted us to. Mm. You know, and this park actually floods every October, November, January, February. It actually turns into, and the whole thing turns into a river, a huge river that brings all the birds. And then the sunsets and the sunrises kind of streak these amazing reflections across with the beautiful colors. You know, this place, Sheridan, is not just a place of, you know, it's not a mundane place at all. It's a place of life and death and beauty and play. That's what happens when you walk through your average park down the road and say, Lord, open my eyes to what this place is. Okay, so Sheridan and Kath, I'll see your only lonely childhood (laughs) and raise you because I'm one of seven kids. So there were nine of us in the household and I had to wait until the perfect moment as the next, the youngest to punch through with a thought or a joke or an observation. So time was precious. Now, shared on the flip side, I initially, as I came to the Lord, had a really hard time of just shutting things off mm. and settling down into repose. It was not part of my makeup. I've gotten a lot better over time. But especially in these weird times, of course, with our phones and whatnot and just what it is, I, I think that, you know, this... This time draws us away. And even as we're home, we're still a little too busy to take time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, busyness doesn't have to be outside of the home. It doesn't have to be physical, doesn't it? We can have a busy mind. And like you, as you're in your childhood, just I'd imagine your brain was on kind of, you know, at fifth gear the whole time the saying, is now, is now the time? Is now the time? Now's, now's my time. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> you had to be very patient, but it made you a good timing. 
<laughs> yes, right. absolutely. You, that's right. That's where you, you get your uh, your comedy, your comedy right. timing from. Yeah, See, yeah. that's where yeah. you get it from. Absolutely. I mean, the fact is that uh, we need to stop and reflect. One of the things that I've done recently is I've taken Twitter and Instagram off my phone. I still use Twitter. I still use Instagram, but I use it on my work tools, but I take that away. What it was doing, especially in lockdown, when our brains were already going crazy anyway because of all the extra duties we had to do to do simple things like go and get groceries and get to work and everything, become at at home uh, broadcasters as the three of us have become, all of those things. And for our listener uh, trying to work through Zoom and Microsoft Teams and all those other tools, it was adding another level of clutter into my mind and Mm. into my heart. And I was just too much on. So part of, I guess, the, I guess the discipline that we're talking about is actually stopping the inputs and having more bandwidth in our mind and our heart for the good bandwidths, you know, the, the, the good, the good inputs, God's word, God's voice, God's creation, Mm. uh, the conversations of other people attending to those things. All of those are rich in meaning. Our days are rich with meaning, we just need the eyes and the ears open to be able to see and, and hear it. Sheridan Boise is with us. He's got a brand new work that we're going to tell you more about as the uh, show unfolds. We're talking live uh, between Pittsburgh, my spare room, John's spare room, and Sheridan's <laughs> spare room, which is in the UK. All right, Sheridan. So, um, so tell the story that you tell at the very beginning of the book about the green button in the store. So there used to be a chain of homewares stores here in the UK. Unfortunately, uh, one of a number of chain stores that we've seen gone bankrupt just recently, we've seen a whole bunch of those leave what they call it here in the UK, the high street, the main shopping precinct. But anyway, they had this big green button in their paint department. And uh, as you, as a customer, you would go and you would press this green button. It would set off a timer and if an assistant hadn't come to serve you within, I think it was about 60 seconds, you got a 10% discount on your paint. Nice. <laughs> it was nice. As a consumer, yeah, you love as it. a customer, we love that, sure. right? We get nice, quick, snappy uh, service. But the problem is that you and I also, and our listener also, plays the role of the assistant, who comes rushing around the corner. She's uh, sweating. She's just been serving somebody else. And now she's got to get to you. Otherwise it's going to be docking off her pay or something. Uh, So we play her. We play her when we leave our mobile phones on all night because we don't want to miss a call. We play her when we, uh, you know, trying to make our way through our absolutely clogged inbox of our email system. Uh, We play her when we say yes to delivering a report on Monday morning that was only given to us Friday afternoon. You know, we are constantly in a state of rush. And I know that this is a huge thing for the United States. It's a huge thing for all of our Western countries, particularly the United States, very much the United Kingdom as well, that we are just constantly being pushed to uh, produce, 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 uh, to get more out, to do more in less time with less resources. That all has its effects on us. And really, you know, I've written Reflect with Sheridan to really provide an excuse to interrupt that and to have at least one moment in the day where you can stop, you can read a story. These stories, about 400 words, they take two or three minutes to, to simply read and to have that stimulus, I guess, to have uh, something that you could read your own story into that you could maybe almost like a parable. You can say, is there something in this for me and my life 
that's really what the book has been uh, made for. That's really good. Sheridan Voisey is with us. We're talking about his brand new work called Reflect with Sheridan. So Sheridan, as we do have this time, it's it's good to look out the window or to be in our yard, whatever size they are, and uh, to see the trees as the leaves fall and the sunlight as it shifts throughout the day. And I mean, to be honest, you know, it, there's so much beauty and there's so much wonder we are surrounded by, even, you know, in these industrial times that you feel the breath of God if you allow yourself to be quiet and come into you ever so quickly. It's a muscle, a tool that's necessary and good that provides great dividends for us all if we allow ourselves to do so. Oh, it really does. Look, um, do we have two minutes? Can I read one of the stories from yeah, the book, please? Sure, sure. Because that would actually speak directly to what you're you're talking about here. Because I don't know, I don't think I'll ever get back there again. But if our listener can ever get to a little place called Lord Howe Island, it's just off the east coast of Australia. Mm. Please go there. Let me just let me just read this to you. This is Thank called you. Scent of the Hidden Flower, located in the Tasman Sea. Lord Howe Island is a paradise of white sands and subtropical rainforests. Mm. Shaped like a crescent, with beaches on one side and a lagoon on the other, its crystal waters teem with life. Holidaying there once, I spent a morning swimming with playful turtles and shimmering spangled emperors, while moonrass hovered nearby, their bodies flickering like billboards. It was an experience I'd never forget. Wading waist down, in uh, waist deep into the lagoon that afternoon, Something caught my eye. Looking down, I found a mini reef of multicolored corals with a world of beautiful creatures scuttling around and through them. Yellow-tailed elegants rushing here and there, along with butterfly fish with vibrant black and yellow stripes and Nemo-style clownfish with their big bulging eyes. I towered like a giant over this thriving kingdom, but the inhabitants didn't mind. When I slid a hand into the water, three butterfly fish came up to greet me. The sand, the water, the aquarium at my feet, it was so overwhelmingly beautiful, and it made me pause in reverence. C.S. Lewis described natural beauty like this as the scent of a flower we haven't yet found. In other words, beauty like this points to a source. When the Jewish prophet Ezekiel encountered God, he wasn't shown a bearded man in white clothes. Instead, he saw a brilliant blue throne seating someone as radiant as fire, with colours exploding all around him. 600 years later, John the Apostle saw something similar, a being sparkling like precious stones, surrounded by a radiant rainbow. In the Christian scriptures, God isn't revealed as only good and powerful, but beautiful. And with the Psalms describing God as wearing creation like a coat, maybe we have found the hidden flower, the source of the world's beauty. I'll never forget that day on Lord Howe Island, and if C.S. Lewis is right, my reverence was appropriate because I wasn't just encountering nature in that lagoon. I was glimpsing the very beauty of God. Wow. That's so beautiful. Oh, that is so wonderful. Okay. So when you start to talk about uh, God in nature, it scares some believers, doesn't it? And rightfully so. And you're making a point here that you're not necessarily, you know, worshiping nature as God, but God's creation is nature. 
Yeah, Romans one twenty. Ever since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his divine nature and power have been seen in what has been made. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing a glimpse of God's creative beauty, like the you know, the, the brush strokes of the artist, so to speak. The artwork itself isn't God as much as the artwork from a uh, an artist isn't the artist. It's a creation of the artist, but it's a reflection of sure. the heart of the artist. Every artist has their heart, their soul reflected in their work whether it be nihilism or whether it be mm-hmm. joy and, and 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 beauty as well so and we are seeing a, a glimpse of god's creative yeah. and his nature in that and it's also a declaration you know the heavens declare the glory of god you know right. so so nature is telling us not just telling us declaring something about god and our job is to what notice yeah listen you know, be, be quiet long enough to pay attention right Right. It's declaring. Yes, I love that. It's declaring something. It's stating something. It's speaking. Um, so, yeah, I mean, was it John Stott, one of the great Christian leaders of the last century who said, you know, we've got the the, the book of Scripture. We've also got the book mm-hmm. of nature. And, uh, you know, both of them together uh, are speaking to us. Nice. Reflect with Sheridan. So Sheridan, I would imagine, uh, as they, wherever uh, fine books are sold, Old, and I think probably for most of us, unfortunately, that's Amazon for the better or the worse, right? <laughs> yes, it is. It's definitely on Amazon, but it's also available from your local bookstore. If it's anything for you guys like what it's in here in the UK, please, if you can, support your local bookstore because yes. they're really wrestling sure. right now. Right. Um, most of them are doing wonderful. You know, they're going above and beyond in their service. So, yes, if you could get Reflect from Sharon, from Sharon I don't even know the name of it myself. <laughs> no, you're good. You're it's good, Reflect Sheridan. with Sheridan. That's thank you, Kathy. Reflect with Sheridan. If you can get it from your local bookstore, but otherwise, it's on all of the uh, the other uh, platforms as well. That's Sheridan, terrific. it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for being with us from the UK back to Pittsburgh, PA. It's good to see you, friend. Yeah, you too. Love it. We'll take a quick break. Uh, we've got much more ahead. We're just getting underway. Italian sons and daughters, they want to talk about that uh, statue in Highland Park, about keeping it up. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Spring House Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be deep. Lighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. I missed a mortgage payment. But now I'm turning things around. With Sam, I can. Sam is Smart About Money, a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money at samican.org. Business has fallen off at work, but I'm getting prepared for whatever the future holds. With Sam, I can. Get empowered. Reach your financial goals. Visit samican.org. Here's Coach's Corner. 
Sponsored by Merrill Edge, self-directed. When California hired Joe Cap as head coach in 1982, the former Pro Bowl quarterback often let players make up plays with random laterals at the end of practices. That fun way of blowing off steam actually made its way into the Cal playbook. Down 2019, with four seconds left to rival Stanford, what ensued was a five-lateral, 57-yard touchdown play concluding in the Stanford band, which had taken the field. Known simply as the play, it closed out a wild 7-4 and season for Cal. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go, even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. Today's forecast calls for clear skies, slight winds coming out of the Northeast, and customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. We'll see a couple of evening flurries, otherwise mostly cloudy skies tonight with a low of 27. Tomorrow, breezy and cold with some clouds, then sunshine, the high 41. Tomorrow night, clear skies with a low of 30. Thursday will be windy with plenty of sunshine and a high of 59. Mild Friday with times of clouds and sun and a high of 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Broadcasting from our spare room, somebody just yelled from downstairs, hey, the snow is laying. Oh. Yes. And, and it is, apparently. I don't have any snow laying here, I'm oh, happy yeah. to say. Blowing sideways. But uh, it's very pretty, especially the first few times you see Whatever. it. Whatever. It is, yes. Get out of here. All right. So um, the Italian sons and daughters of yeah. America. Mm-hmm. This is a, a long um, historical uh, organization here in the city of Pittsburgh, the Italian Sons and Daughters of America. They filed a motion yesterday asking a judge to recuse himself from a lawsuit to stop the removal of the Christopher Columbus statue, which is located uh, at the top of Highland Park. The Italian Sons and Daughters of America, they sued Mayor Bill Peduto in the city of Pittsburgh when officials voted to remove the 800-pound statue. They claimed that Allegheny County plea judge Uh, John T. McVeigh exhibited bias when he issued a memorandum that remarked upon the heroic qualities and character flaws in Christopher Columbus's life. Quote, a judge is required, this is from the lawsuit, a judge is required to not only remain unbiased, but also avoid even the mere appearance of bias. Here, Judge McVeigh's orders attempt to give defendants the moral high ground by referencing what he believes to be the accurate historical precedent and consequently instructing the parties as to how settlement discussions should proceed based upon that biased view. Quote, history taught in the United States, this is Judge McVeigh's orders that were issued October 30th, quote, history taught in the United States has been from a nationalistic and Eurocentric perspective. Uh, They are no longer deemed appropriate history in our contemporary nation 
trying to heal the issue of racial divide, ultimately inflamed by the killings of George Floyd in Minneapolis and others. End quote. Now, what does that have to do with Christopher Columbus? It has nothing. That's I think the point's very well made here, right? You're dragging modern day uh, story narrative that doesn't affect the statue itself into an overlay of how people should think, react, and respond to the remo- removal of the statue. Right. I think they've got a good point here, don't you? No, I'm well, not a lawyer. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not a lawyer either, and I'm not a historian, so I can't really, you know, break down Christopher Columbus for you. You know, he doesn't seem like he was the greatest guy. Um, but that's not I, the point. I, how many explorers were really great guys? I mean, I just, or I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't honor Christopher Columbus. I don't have any like, you know, pieces of art around my house or anything. Or, you don't, which I venerate. Surprised that the Emmons family, Columbus. <laughs> the house is not just choked full of. Uh, but Christopher I mean, Columbus I, Columbus. I appreciate, you know, what he did being, you know, brave and being an explorer at that time and the evolution of humankind on the earth. But for heaven's sake, I mean, I don't look at him as some kind of great moral hero. No, of course not. I just, so, I don't, I, 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 as much as Christopher Columbus bothers me. Um, he does bother you? Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a part of like your everyday life. No, All right. no. but when I think back on like historical figures who he doesn't were, bother me, who really like he came into a land and just took over and just said, well, you know, I mean, the heck was, with all of you guys. I don't know. I mean, it's everything's up for debate here. I mean, he was, if not the first one of the first Europeans that set off a series of chain of events that drives us here right now into our spare rooms. But right. I mean, whatever, you know. Whatever the man did, you, you have to appreciate that first and foremost. I mean, well, okay, it- that's the thing. So you're appreciating that first and foremost. So are the Italian sons and daughters. And the judge and the people on the other side are thinking, look, we've got, you know, a history of, of you know, Native American uh, – persecution, uh, prosecution, uh, minimalization, you know, you name it, um, that just that was kicked off when Christopher Columbus got here. So that's how they're looking at it. I think there's probably truth on both sides, but we're very bad at nuance right now in America. And I just, I'm not a fan of the tearing down of statues. It's not, again, it's not something that keeps me up at night. Um, As Dr. Thomas Kidd said from Baylor University to us, John, when they start burning books, that's what I'm going to really start to get upset scared and angry yeah. statue's anyway, not that big of a deal but but still i mean it's some people it's it worth is. hearing people on both sides right so there will be a virtual status conference on the case between the city and the italian sons and daughters of america scheduled for november 20th at 1 p.m we'll include you on those updates let's take a quick break come back ed glover is with us Urban Impact is celebrating a gigantic anniversary, a major impact across Western Pennsylvania. Ed Glover next here on The Ride Home with John McCarthy. WORD. Gather around because it is present time. It's that gift-giving time of the year, and we're giving one that will keep on giving all year long. We could be paying your rent or mortgage for all of next year if you're the winner of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Do you want to come open an early Christmas present? You can even enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes brought to you by Trinity Jewelers. Go to wordfm.com slash contests. 
Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call Protect My Car for details. These days, you've got to do whatever you can to save money. One of our biggest expenses can be our cars, especially when unexpected repair bills hit. Not anymore. If you own a car, truck, or SUV made from $19.99 or higher, you could stop paying for car repairs. That's right. You might not have to pay a penny to have it repaired. Just dial Star Star 1244 on your mobile phone now to see if you qualify. You must have an automobile made from $19.99 or higher, and all repairs for your engine, transmission, and much more can be a thing of the past. Dial star star 1244 on your mobile phone today and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. That's right, total protection for your car and no more repair bills. Plus, free roadside assistance, free towing, free car rental, and free oil changes. Just dial star star 1244 on your mobile phone now to see if your car qualifies. That's star star 1244. Never pay for car repairs again. Just dial star star 1244 on your mobile phone now. Dial star star 1244. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. My pillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium my pillows for as low as prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call one 800 391 You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. You've worked hard to provide for your family, but what happens when you're no longer here? You know, when people plan for retirement, they sometimes forget to consider their financial legacy. Your assets should go where you want them to go, not where some probate court decides. So why not be proactive? Kevin Bach can show you how to pass your assets along to your loved ones in the most tax-efficient way possible. Call Kevin at 724-837-3553 or online at IntegrityRetirementSolutions.com. Insurance and annuities offered through Kevin Bach. PA Insurance License number 352896. Social networks prove invaluable in emergency response when you're caught in a crisis and need to get the word out to everyone. The Christian Emergency Network can not only help you stay connected socially in times of crisis, but they can also help you connect before a crisis and have a response group ready to respond. Start the social network by completing the free readiness profile on ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org and then begin building your own social network for emergency response at ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org. Wouldn't it be great if whenever you got really hacked off, you started a ministry? Well, our next guest did exactly that. Reverend Dr. Ed Glover is with us. Ed is the president, the founder of Urban Impact. Urban Impact is celebrating their 25th anniversary this year. Ed, welcome to the show, and congratulations to you. Well, thanks, John and Kathy. It's great to be on the show with you. So, Ed, is that what you recommend? You have to get really hacked off about something and then start a ministry? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Just get really mad and start something. Okay, so, Ed, I love that because that's your story, right? I mean, that's the genesis, the mustard seed of Urban Impact. Tell us that again. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I was at the Allegheny Center. I've been on the North Side close to 35 years. So I was a pastor, at, and, and I was working with young people at ACAC, Allegheny Center, Alex Church, and just seeing a lot of kids just getting lost educationally, a lot, a lot of things happening to young people on the North Side, and just 
really being moved to by the Lord to, to really do something so we could really change that situation, transform people's lives. And, and I just was moved by God to really change that because it really upset me day after day, year after year, and just seeing the same thing over and over again. And then the Lord just moved on Tammy and I to do something totally different than what we were doing. Wow. Okay. So those initial days, did you think, what are we doing? But did we, maybe we didn't hear God, right? Yeah, there was a time when I, about six years into the ministry, I walked out of my house. I moved down the street where four out of five homes were boarded up and unoccupied because that was the neighborhood. That's where we were. That's where the church was located. And we're doing ministry about six years into it. I walked out of my house and my car was stolen for the third time. And I looked down the street and I said, Lord, are we making any kind of a difference here? Can we really change anything? And the Lord gave me a thought, how do you eat an elephant? And I responded one bite at a time. That's when Urban Impact was really born. That's our motto, transforming. So I, I said, impact one person, impact one family, and then impact the block. You could really transform the community. That's what the Lord shared with me. And that's the model we still have today, 25 years later, transforming lives on the north side of Pittsburgh, one person, one family, one block at a time. And Ed, it's, it's got to give you a sense of, of joy to walk through the north side. The neighborhood of the north side is certainly different than it was 25 years ago. I mean, I'm not saying it's all peaches and cream, but man, you've made an impact. Talk to us about this very weird COVID year we're living in. And as you celebrate your 25th anniversary, you could have, you know, laid on your laurels, but of course the COVID you've got to work and urban impact has made once again, an impact on the North side. Yeah. The North side is as big as remember as big as Erie, Pennsylvania land wise about the population wow. of Butler. So it's a big piece of land. So, yeah, there's a lot that has changed on the north side. I mean, I love the north side. I love the people on the north side. I love everything yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. And I and I think it's spectacular. And things have changed in a lot of ways. But during COVID, there was a dr- dramatic change. And we we just, I really am proud of my staff and the don- donors, the people who prayed for us, came to volunteer, churches. It was amazing. We've been able to deliver over 130,000 uh, acts of service, if you will. What? That's like 86,000 meals. I think they did 22,000 Bible studies, 15,000 educational lessons have gone out, 30,000. We transported 30,000 essential items. I mean, it just, it's changed. But at the same time, Urban Impact continued to deliver, you know, the gospel and build relationships through sports, education, arts, Mm -hmm. and helping our kids take options, which helps kids transition out of high school into life go to college, go to a trade school, get a job, go in the military or the ministry. So all that was going on on top of everything we had to do for COVID because there was real need. I mean, people really could not get food, could not get medicine, and uh, so many people came to help the people on the north side. We're talking to the Reverend Dr. Ed Glover, talking about Urban Impact's 25th anniversary, which we are all celebrating. Ed, I want to talk in particular about the COVID era. I mean, you guys have truly gone above and beyond. My two nieces um, are at Urban Impact three days a week. They are loving it. You guys have not only saved them, but you've saved the uh, sanity of their parents. (laughs) So you want to talk about that a little? Yeah, we had to do uh, learning labs. We called them learning labs because they shut down the schools, of course. And so kids were at home and uh, we worked, you know, through COVID. I got to give a shout out to Allegheny Center. They were fantastic. Uh, their 
Light of Life, Christ Church. So many churches came to help us, and uh, Victory Church. I mean, I can go on and on. But what happened is we had to really take a, a, a change, and so because the school shut down. If you imagine, you're, you know, you're second grader, you're on the computer with your teacher, there's no one around. I mean, anything happens, you're stuck. Right. So what we did is we ended up taking about 75 students in, and we went one-on-one with them every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wednesday, we cleaned the building. But we, we spent all day with those kids one-on-one, not so that they could just get through their lessons, but that they could really be educated. And it's been exciting to see how how God has used all those kids and volunteers and what's been happening, and then do the wraparound that we do at Urban Impact with sports and education and arts and so on. So we've really taken, we, we replaced the schools in a lot of ways. Now the teachers, they were fantastic. The principals that we've been working with have been fantastic, but we really had to step up in a big way to do that. And I'm so thankful, so proud, if you will, holy pride for the staff and the volunteers and the church, the church of Jesus Christ here in Pittsburgh has been fantastic. <laughs> So, Ed, I mean, what you're describing here, you know, the, the programs, all those wonderful things, that's fabulous. You're doing great work. But the delineation here and the big difference is in the ministry is that there's Jesus in the middle. And, you know, you know that, you drive that, those two things together, the programs and the Christ-likeness, the mentorship, all those things, that really sort of separates what you're doing with Urban Impact on the North Side, isn't it? It's really true, John and Kathy. I, I remember a long time ago, a banker came to me and said, hey, what's the difference between you and the government, because a lot of things that you do, the government does. So what's the yeah. difference? And I said, the difference is the government's great program, some great programs, but they're only dealing with two-thirds of a person. When they come to Urban Impact, we're dealing with the whole person. We're dealing with their mind, their body, and their spirit. We're, we're, we're dealing with the whole person. So if you go to the programs that the government offers, they're going to deal with the mind and the body, but they're not going to deal with your heart. So if you take somebody who's, who, for example, is struggling with stealing, and you educate that person, now you have an educated thief who once stole with a gun might steal with a pen now because he, he makes it up you know, further in life. But at Urban Impact Foundation, we're going to deal with the whole person. And if someone's struggling with, with stealing, we're going to deal with that as well. So we're going to educate them. We're going to impact them. But what ends up happening, they find out that they are loved by a God who created them and they have a purpose in life. And they come to know that God. They set that gun down. And they'll pick up a pen and they'll make a difference with their lives because they've met the one who created them. And Jesus Christ, the gospel, is the key to it all. I mean, I've seen kids going through really difficult times and nobody can help them. And Jesus met them. And because Jesus met them, he changed their life. And they went in a totally different direction, educationally, academic, in every way. And I, I can't stress that enough. Jesus, guys, is still the answer out there. Very good. Reverend Dr. Ed Glover from Urban Impact. Ed, you've got just a few seconds left. All this comes at a cost. Talk about the matching grant. People want to jump forward and help Urban Impact in their need. Thank you. www.uifpgh.slash 25 years. We have a $150,000 matching grant. Every dollar that's given, new dollars given between now and the end of December will be matched $150,000. And then we have a thing called Light the the Night. And I encourage everybody, December 18th at 7 p.m., encourage the kids. Go online. Check it out. You'll be really encouraged. Great Christmas show. But 
the grant, the $150,000 grant. I really need that. Those of you who are listening, I mean, we really stepped out. It's, it's 2000 bucks a kid, and we need help right now. And if you can help us, we would love it. Matches, $150,000. What an opportunity. That's the Reverend Dr. Ed Glover, founder and president of Urban Impact Foundation, celebrating 25 great years. Ed, thanks for being here today. You guys are always great. Thank you. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Opti tax relief they have an a-plus rating with the better business bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible don't mess with the irs for tax help you need for tax help you can trust call optima now for a free consultation call 800-965-1433 some restrictions apply for complete details please visit optimataxrelief.com let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch Sounds like an impossible project for my skills, but let's say you've got the skills and you're building this bike, and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Hi. I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henney Jewelers, your jewelers for life. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors, individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. Next week is Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to this. The idea of having a turkey, I mean, that sounds really good to me. Doesn't it sound good to you, Kat? I'm excited about it. Are you going to make a turkey? Uh, I'm going to make a, t- a mayonnaise turkey because that's okay. what I do, John. Right. Okay. So in the midst of all this, um, 
we've got a contest going on. And if you win the contest, you get a hundred dollar visa gift card, which is super cool. Uh, weird Thanksgiving food. Mm-hmm. Is it not Kath? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We need to receive your weirdest Thanksgiving food recipe or your Thanksgiving dish recipe. If you go online to wordfm.com and click the link at the top of the page, you will see how to submit your recipe. Listen, we're going to pick the top two that sound weirdest and maybe most challenging, and I'm going to make them in my quarantine kitchen. Yes, I am. And then after the two dishes are prepared, we are going to sample them and decide who is the $100 Visa gift card. Nice. Now, look, they may be weird to us, not having eaten them before, but they might be like home sweet home to you. You might look forward to this. You might love this, right? So I'm not tell looking, us that I'm not recipe. looking to make things that taste bad. I'm looking to make things that taste good that just sound weird. Which show up unusually at your Thanksgiving table. So right. look for it. Wordfm.com forward slash weird. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Almost half the states now have tightened their coronavirus restrictions amid a rise in the number of infections nationwide. 166,000 new cases reported yesterday. That news came amid reports of significant progress in work on a coronavirus vaccine. The CEOs of Twitter and Facebook defending their safeguards against disinformation in the presidential election. Testifying before Congress today, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey and Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg told a hearing of the Senate Judiciary Committee they had strong programs in place to protect their platforms from being used to disseminate falsehoods or to discourage people from voting in the upcoming Georgia elections. Stocks lower today. The Dow lost 167 points. The Nasdaq off 24 this is SRN News. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Lemu, I love how we're always looking out for each other. Kind of like how Liberty Mutual looks out for you by customizing your home insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Yay! Lemu, why didn't you tell me about the uncovered manhole? I was literally just telling you. Lemu. I had no idea you could swim. Liberty, 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 liberty. Only pay for what you need at libertymutual.com. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. First Presbyterian Church is a beacon of light and love to this community. The message that I hear sustains me for the whole week. I love this church because of the diversity and the music and the people. The incredible beauty of the space. A warm, welcoming congregation. The people are amazing and truly love one another and Christ and our pastor preaches the gospel. I want everybody in Pittsburgh to come and experience. First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, in the heart of the city, with the city in its heart. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners of South Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. 
South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 836, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. And one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. We'll see a couple of evening flurries, otherwise mostly cloudy skies tonight with a low of 27. Tomorrow, breezy and cold with some clouds, then sunshine, the high 41. Tomorrow night, clear skies with a low of 30. Thursday will be windy with plenty of sunshine and a high of 59. Mild Friday with times of clouds and sun and a high of 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, Kennywood. Kennywood Park. One of my favorite places on Earth. I don't want to... It's a difficult subject for, I think, a lot of Pittsburghers. Because as much as we love Kennywood... And all of us have so many hundreds, if not thousands, of fond memories of many days. We've noticed in the last several years that Kennywood, like a lot of society, has changed. And I would think it's fair to say perhaps not for the better. And I don't want to, you know, badmouth Kennywood Park because I know it's a very difficult thing. You know, for generations, for decades, Kennywood Park was owned here locally. Mm-hmm. by a family and you know several families yeah and so that that prided those families it was exhibited every year it just felt like pittsburgh like all things though you know nothing stays the same and so as a corporation has taken over kennywood they've been met with uncertain challenges and it feels that sometimes when you go to visit people aren't paying attention and of course, with social unrest and any number of things that have taken place here recently across the country, it's impacted how people live and work and respond in public spaces, of course, which Kennywood is a major one here in Western Pennsylvania. All that to say, uh, news today about Kennywood Park, that as a reaction to unrest and just general rowdiness at the park, Kennywood has had to make some changes. And uh, the, the big change here is that uh, Kennywood is now going to make sure that um, if you're under 17 years of age, you must be escorted into the park and with an adult 21 years of age or older 
the entire time you're in the park. Kath, I mean, it's kind of a heartbreak, but you can see the necessity for it. Yeah, what do you think? I, yeah, I agree with you. I can see the necessity of it, but for goodness sake, listen, by the time my kids were oh my gosh, 12 years old, we're out of here. Old, they were gone. It was a sign and of I, being grown up. I was like, look, you guys, like, go have a good time. Like, right. you know, meet you back at the kangaroo. So what's Rock that mean? Out. So no kids are allowed to run by themselves now? I don't know. How do you enforce something like that? It's going to take a lot of enforcement to I make can... that stick. Who's going to be that guy? I don't know. I just, but you know, I, here's the thing. I have no in-person experience for the last several, several years at Kennywood because my vertigo has been so bad. I haven't gone. And so, you know, I don't want to pay, you know, $50 to sit on a bench. I love Kennywood. We go I every lo- year. I love we didn't go this year. Kennywood. I love Kennywood. So I haven't been there in a long time. Um, everything I'm hearing though, is that there is a good reason this is happening. All I'm saying is that I can't imagine what that's going to look like in its, you know, actual playing out. I saw in the article on WPXI's website that even if, you know, the band is coming or even if it's a large group, they're going to enforce those chaperone requirements. Now this happens after 4 PM. We should say that, right? right? So as twilight comes upon Kennywood park or, you know, it's a summer night, so it doesn't get dark until late in the evening. Doesn't that make you sad? That has to happen. I can't tell you how many glorious summer nights I've spent at Kennywood running around, you know, from the thunderbolt, to the, you know, uh, to the turtle, to Noah's Ark, to, you know, running down and, you know, riding the merry-go-round. And I mean, it's carefree. Wasn't yeah. it carefree? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And so what we talked about this, was it last week or the week before about Kennywood removing four sort of the grandfather Don't rides, even. right? The I'm kangaroo still really sensitive gonna go about the kangaroo, the paratrooper. Mm. Are you kidding me? Yep. The Enterprise, yeah. eh, you know, Baron Curve. a little annoying. Baron Curve, I never liked it really the first time or the second I'm, time. I mean, look, even with your bad vertigo, you could still get on the turtle once in a while, couldn't you? I don't know if I could. I don't know. My vertigo was so bad, as you know, Mm -hmm. that I was just happy to be standing up and able to work. Right. So Kennywood wasn't in my reality. The closest I've been to the turtle recently is when I've gotten some potato patch fries and found a bench close to the turtle and sat there and ate. Which I think was a good place. We spent some quality time on the turtle over the years, John. (laughs) We have, right? My all-time favorite ride. Yeah. The turtle, you know, what I love about the turtle is it's like, it reminds me that it was like built in like 1936. Yeah. yeah. It's this behemoth piece of steel. Yeah. This gigantic metal. Like there's no seat belts. They just kind of yeah. hose it off and you get, and it's kind of fun. I mean, it's still, you know. It's super fun because it's so silly. Yeah. Right. It I mean, is. What a ridiculous ride. Yes, it is. I love the turtle. And it's the so. oldest ride in the park. And if they get rid of that, man, it's all over. No, I think I have to move. They would not do that. So anyway, new changes coming to Kennywood. Look, if anything, it's good to talk about Kennywood in November, right? In the midst of- Yeah, but not for this reason. No. Uh, Look, it just, I think anyone who's operating a business in a public space nowadays, the the idea of, you know, common society or- or, you know, society that's gentle or society that looks out for each other, that ship has sailed in some way. So it's a whole new ball game and trying to regulate that and trying to keep things in order. So everybody has a good time while you're outside. God bless those people who are trying to make that work because it's very difficult. On yesterday's show, John, we talked about Santa and you got all mad. I didn't get mad. You were a little mad. And well, Mike no, and I, I were, Mike and I were just trying to be who we are. Well, okay. Here's the deal. 
So we were talking about Santa and both you and Mike were saying that you would never have allowed you allowed your children to go sit on Santa's lap. And I thought that is so ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that really you're missing out on something that is really, again, like Kennywood, like childhood memory magical. Mm-hmm. And Kath, in the midst of our conversation, I sent you my photograph sitting on Santa's lap. Which, by the way, is awesome. It's John Hall at maybe age, you think seven, eight? No, I was younger then. I bet you I was probably five or six. It is such a mm-hmm. time capsule photograph. I mean, I can't tell you how much I love it. That And it warmed my heart, John, but in no way did that make me want to send my kid to sit on Santa's lap. Okay. Right. Nor did it ever make me think I missed out on something when I didn't do it. Really? So I have friends, Doug and Bridget, who have a photograph, every, an annual photograph of their kids on Santa's lap from the time these kids were babies until now and these kids are close to 40 years old wow so they're not and every year they show up and they're one's living in san francisco one's living in new york city they make a date and they come and they sit on santa's lap so now this year you can't sit on santa's lap because of covid so now there's six feet of social distancing between you and santa right and you've got to and santa's wearing a mask right anyway uh, all that to say that the postal service has something called operation santa i did not know this this has been an operation for 108 years and they're sort of rolling this out nationwide. It used to be just individual post offices. Like, you know, if your postmaster in your local town or your city wanted to do that, they could. So they would get kids who would send letters to Santa. They'd write an actual physical letter and say, Dear Santa, could I please? And then they would have these letters at the local post office and loving, kind people who wanted to send something to a little boy or girl of, you know, small means they were able to help a child have a happy Christmas. Well, this year, because of course, COVID ruins everything, the Operation Santa is going online. Mm. And you can now go to the United States Postal Service website. They're going to scan these letters. You claim one and you could help a little child have a happy Christmas. That's very good, isn't it? All right, Mike, I think that's good. Do you think that's good? I think it's great. Okay. Oh, totally for us. Yeah. Okay, you know, there, Ebenezer to... and Mrs. Scrooge. Uh-oh. I have to say, uh, John is, uh, my decision has been swayed now. Uh, Good, what? Mike. Yes. Good. Yeah. Thank I you, think... Mike. I think. Yes, please. Yay. I, 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 saw Yay. A, I saw a picture of myself when I was little, and I, I yeah. realized, I can't. How happy you were. I, I was so happy. I was so happy. And I realized. What? To, to be to be in the lap of a stranger. Yes. Because that yes. sounds awesome. Yes. <laughs> no, no. Okay, well, now. Here's I'll... the thing. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, Santa's just going to, like, snatch him up and run away, you know. No, of course not. I mean, I don't have the track legs like I used to have in, in high school, but hey. Hey, Santa. I can't like take away mean? that joy from my kid. Listen, I can't Thank believe you. you caved. No, caved. no, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kath. Sorry. Here, here's the only problem with this. Now, do you remember, and I remember this now, because you guys were like, you know, like, we, we're we not telling our kids to lie about Santa. We're not going right. to, we're going to be honest about Santa. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I bought Santa hook, line, and sinker. But then one year, one of my sisters, Jackie, who's a bit of a troublemaker, said to me when I was a little kid, she said, hey, John, you know, there is Santa. But mom and dad also contribute as well. So I just want you to know, look under the bed because there's your Christmas stuff. (laughs) And I looked under the bed. It ruined my Christmas. It crushed me. It left a black hole on me. So, So, of course, because that experience was so negative, of course, you want your children to experience it, too. That's my only backlash. Uh-huh. It is. When, <laughs> yeah. when, when you do find out the reality that there is no Santa, it right. messes with your head. No kidding. Well, here's here's my problem. 
I've tried telling my four-year-old this, that there's no Santa. He still believes. You don't want to hear it. He still Excellent. believes. Good. He doesn't want to hear it. Okay, so look, when our you kids were little. bring him over to my house, and I'll give him some serious <laughs> truths about the world. Wait, now listen. When our kids were little. I'm crying. Our kids were little. They both believed in Santa Claus. They invited their best friend over, who was maybe like eight years old. We're all in the living room, and we're having this conversation about Santa Claus. And my boys are getting all excited. Their buddy jumps up off the couch, and he says, in disgust, he looks, sneers at us. He goes, you guys believe in Santa Claus? He holds his hand out, and he yells, false prophet, false prophet. I was like, Sam, please stop, stop, stop. And my kids are like bewildered. Like, what? What, what do you mean false prophet? It was a horrible moment in the hall living room. That's what it is when you raise your kid with the knowledge oh of the Lord God. and they start calling out Santa Claus. One of the best stories I swear I ever heard. All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Jay Stewart and Derek Hawkins, forming racial bonds that last two pastors that learned how to work together. That's next on today's ride home. WORD. Shining the light of Christ is not the exclusive responsibility of the clergy. This week on Insight for Living, Chuck Swindoll calls all of us into action. Wake up, you who buried your light under the bushel because you're not ordained. Arise from the dead. I would say get out of the coffin. You don't belong in there. You're alive. Hear the inspirational Bible teaching of Chuck Swindoll weekdays on Insight for Living. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. Still paying outrageous premiums for your health insurance? Or maybe you settled with a ministry plan, some short-term medical or limited benefit plan that lacks the coverage you need? This is Kathy Emmons for my friends at Marley Financial. Every agency offers the same stuff, well, except for Marley. Marley Financial now offers a unique ACA clone that looks, feels, and most importantly, acts just like a Blue Cross plan. In fact, it's even better. You can go to any hospital or facility anywhere in the country. They'll actually waive your deductible for inpatient and surgery. Does your plan do that? Plus, they can customize your plan to reduce your costs for the rest of your life. Contact Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. You don't have to wait till open enrollment, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Nobody does health insurance like Marley, 724-884-1496. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie-cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. We know nothing shows you've had a good night's sleep quite like a serious case of good old bedhead. When you wake up and your hair is sticking up at all angles and you can't quite remember what year it is, that's how you can be sure you got the rest you really needed. The Original Mattress Factory is a proud supporter of bedheads everywhere. 
Share a picture of your best bedhead on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the hashtag OriginalBedhead for the chance to win a $1,000 gift certificate to the Original Mattress Factory. Visit OriginalMattress.com or stop by an Original Mattress Factory location for more information. John, the moon, the stars, the candy, the flowers, the music, and talking to wee morning hours. Oh, Rhonda, oh, Rhonda, this dizzying pace. There aren't words to describe what I see in your face. Will you love me forever? Oh, say you will. Oh, I will. Do you want to get married? Oh, I do. I I do. Hey, John, you're a slob. Get your shoes off the chair. Ron, your clothing is lying in piles everywhere, and your hair. My hair? Yeah, your hair is a mess. Well, your breath in the morning is the kiss of death. Where'd the music go, Rhonda? The merry-go-round. Our love boat's in danger of running aground. Remember our courtship, Ron? It wasn't by chance. What we did then, let's do now. Rekindle romance. Now I hear it again. There's the music. Let's Let's dance. dance. Love. It's more than a feeling. It's a choice husbands and wives make over and over again. A message from Focus on the Family and this station. I think it's fair to say that uh, relations between white and black in this country are just not good at all. I remember, you know, years ago when uh, President Obama was uh, first inaugurated, there was a lot of conversation about, uh, you know, post-racial life, what, what that would look like. And, of course, we never approached anything near that. So what is it like to be connected, to love someone, to know someone, to be in relationship with someone who is the opposite race of yours? How is that so weird and so difficult in America in 2020? Well, our next guest, Jay Stewart, Pastor Jay Stewart and Pastor Derek Hawkins are with us. One pastor is white, one pastor is black. They're buddies. And they've written a new piece called Welded, Forming Racial Bonds That Last. Guys, welcome to the show, pastors. I mean, it's a simple thing, but apparently it's an enormous thing in this day and age, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, thanks for having us on. What an honor to be with you guys. And unfortunately, it's a lot more rare than it should be. Because we were built for relationships. We're so much better if we will come together, even with people who look different than we do. Everybody benefits, and the kingdom is so much better when we fulfill the prayer that Jesus prayed in John 17. All right, so um, let's talk about how this idea kind of germinated. Did it start out that you guys were professional colleagues? Did it start out that you were friends? Derek, uh, tell us how the, what the genesis of this was. Well, actually, really simple, short, quick story. 2014, my wife asked me to take my daughter to get her hair done. I got off the comforts of my comfy couch that morning, didn't want to get in trouble with my wife, so I obliged, took my wife, my daughter, to uh, a hometown of Salisbury, North Carolina, which I was born and raised. Long story short, this, the refuge had a Salisbury location there. And from there, I called a number, seen a sign that said the refuge. I was just about to take over a church called the House of Refuge Deliverance Ministry, the Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, we wound up going, having a meeting with this graphic design individual that worked on uh, staff at the church at the time. We sat down, we talked. He said, you need to meet Pastor Jay Stewart. And I wound up coming back to a service at the refuge at the Kannapolis location, which is the central location of our churches, and um, met Pastor Jay in the concourse. I was totally wrecked by the service that day. We started meeting for a year and a half, and we just began to develop a bond and a friendship that just now you see the fruit of it, and we're able to write about it now. That's good. 
So, Pastor Jay, at the beginning of Welded, you tell a story about being a nine-year-old boy, and you're going to switch schools. You get on a school bus for the first time. Um, tell us this story, because I think it sort of sets the tone uh, to what happened in America past and where we are now. Yeah, so that was back in the 60s. I was born and raised in the Deep South down in Georgia, and third grade year, summer of uh, going into the third grade year, found out I wouldn't be walking three blocks to school. I'd be getting on a school bus. Bust across town because of what was known as forced integration. And uh, so all of a sudden, black kids and white kids are thrown together in, in these schools. And, um, you know, I learned a lot along the way. And I, I believe that experience helped make me who I am today with a, mm-hmm. a love for people, regardless of the skin pigmentation. Hmm. So, Derek, talk yeah. about it from your perspective. I mean, what's it like? I mean, you know, there's something to be said uh, about forced integration. The government was trying to do, you know, a good and right thing. Um, but people were still sort of isolated. Well, talk about you growing up as a young boy and your interactions with white America. I was born in 1983. My first experience really with knowing that race was really a thing when I was about uh, eight or nine years old, getting off the school bus, when two white guys who were riding by seemed to get off the school bus and started shooting at me. And so I ran to the, to the office of my grandmother. She wept, but she still didn't um, uh, speak evil of a person of a different race. Uh, she just comforted me. She was more so glad that I was alive, more so than telling me about the difference about race. That was my first experience that racism was real and prejudice was real in our country. But listen, my dad was in Korea in the military, served in the army, two tours in Korea. So he taught me to have diverse relationships. And so inside of my house, we were uh, very known to have different people of different colors. My school went to a very diverse school. And and so it wasn't as big of a deal um, then as it is now. Like the racial tension we have right now is just as bad or even worse than it was in the 1960s. So I think that we have a long way to go, but we have made great progress, and there's so much more that we can do together. We focus on this being a relationship with each other. All right, so we're talking to two pastors, Jay Stewart and Derek Hawkins. Together, they have produced a book called Welded, Forming Racial Bonds That Last. And I guess I want to ask you both. I'll start with you, Jay. Um, What is it that's working with your churches coming together, with you and Derek being friends, that's not working in our larger American public life? Well, everything flows out of relationship, and Derek and I have a very, very close relationship. He's a spiritual son of mine. Our families are close, and I believe that's the way God designed it. the picture of Psalm 133, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together mm-hmm. in unity. And we've really tried to operate under a couple of key principles in the relationship. First of all, we seek to understand more than we seek to be understood. And we have to lay down our agendas when we come to the table and have tough conversations with someone who looks different than we do. And I've learned so much from Pastor Derek. I'm a better man because of our relationship. Secondly, we value the relationship more than we value being right. Mm. And we put a higher priority on that than we do anything else. And then thirdly, we've learned because we're walking this out. It's not just a one-time encounter. It's been years now where we're walking out this reality. We've learned that we have to step out of our comfort zones. And we get the picture from Luke 10 when Jesus takes 
two people who historically were of different ethnicities and didn't get along, a Jew and a Samaritan. And the Jewish person was left for dead on the side of the road, and the Samaritan crossed the road to go tend to him. He inconvenienced himself. And we have to be willing to break out of our comfort zones, do some things that maybe we haven't been willing to do in the past. And in the process of that, we're going to discover some of the greatest treasures in our journey, in our relationships that we've ever known before. And that's what's happened in our relationship. And I would say we're both better because of it. Our churches are so much better because of it. And we're experiencing what verse 3 in Psalm 133 says, the commanded blessing of the Lord. Mm. Talking with pastors Jay Stewart, uh, also Pastor Derek Hawkins. Their brand new book is called Welded, Forming Racial Bonds That Last. So Derek, I mean, you know, if this was a newspaper, the headline would read, you know, white man or black man get along and are friends. I mean, and it's just kind of so <laughs> weird to even think that that's like a headline, like it's a big deal. But I mean, are the cultural divides so vast? Or is the sort of animosity or distrust or, you know, the media narrative or whatnot? Is it so embedded in our culture that, I mean, even after, look, we, we've... You get a uh, Barack Obama was in the office for eight years. He was voted twice as president of the United States. We're going to have a black vice president. I mean, it's but it's still a gigantic thing. And like you said, things are bad. They may be as bad as they were in the sixties. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I, I live from the narrative of Ephesians four and three that unity takes effort, and it says make every effort to preserve unity. Mm. And so that means that. Um, no, it hasn't been easy for us. Absolutely not. We talk about the struggles in chapter number nine in the book where we talk about that. But listen, our priority is seeing the kingdom of heaven be advanced in the earth. And so we're committed. There is an amazing deception through the media that's spread in the narrative that some things are actually worse than what they actually are. There are so many great things that are happening behind the scenes. But if we don't get inside of our, our own echo chamber to look through the lenses of Christ to see exactly what is it that the Lord is calling us to do and <laughs> interpersonal relationships that we have with other people, we're going to miss what God is coming to do. Because I believe this. Jesus is not coming back for a black church or white church or Hispanic church or Asian church. He's coming back for the multi-ethnic bride of Christ. So whether we like it or not, heaven is going to be diverse. Heaven is going to be multi-ethnic, and it's not going to be sectioned off by black and white or any other race. I believe that when God is pulling us together, so we might as well get ready and change the narrative now, because I'm telling you, for the rest of our lives, we will be worshiping together. That is good. The new book, Welded, Forming Racial Bonds That Last, the authors Jay Stewart and Derek Hawkins. Okay, Derek, I'm going to stay with you for a minute. Um, Talk about your family, uh, your wife. I don't know if you have kids or not. What has it been like for them worshiping in a church that's multi-ethnic? So uh, I've uh, been very intentional because me and Pastor Jay, Pastor Jay and I have an amazing relationship. Our children go to a diverse school. We worship in a diverse church. We stay in a diverse neighborhood because I believe that you can't just force this, but I feel like you have to be intentional and you also have to be spirit-led. My wife absolutely loves being a part of the refuge. Every woman's event that goes on, she's there. Our children love being a part of the refuge. We learn so much about 
uh, different ethnicities and have a greater appreciation for each other because of our relationships with each other. And now my sons live multi-ethnic life. Some of their closest friends are people of different ethnicities. And mm-hmm. I believe that they're going to break the barrier even more yeah. than what we've already done. And so that, yeah, so that's let me let, let me interrupt you for just a second, Derek. That's what's so exciting to me is to think that maybe your kids won't have to fight the same battles that you've been fighting. What do you say? I think it would be worth it. I mean, to be honest, if if our children um, have the ability, if we just lay down the path and, and knock down the, the, the road and, and our children can do something even further than what we've done, then that would be a win to me. It actually just touched my heart that you would say that because that is our goal, that we believe in identifying and training the next generation of leaders. And what we're doing inside of the refuge is just that. And we have uh, staff people from all over that work at our campus and students that come from all over the world to be a part of what the Lord is doing here. And I believe that we are an amazing representation of what the Lord wants to do in the earth. Well, pastors Jay and Derek, thank you for your courage to come together Mm -hmm. uh, against the narrative, to tell the story and to have that first tiny step forward in your lives as an example for us. We greatly appreciate your time here with us. Thank you. Thanks again for having us on. We enjoyed it. Our pleasure. Welded is the new book, Forming Racial Bonds That Last. Welded. Pastors Jay Stewart, Derek Hawkins. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance, even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit termprovider.com. Termprovider.com. I consider not only my team members but my patients, my family, I missed them for quite a few months. Stock Family Dentistry would like to say, welcome back. One of the biggest blessings I have received is to be able to use my talents and my passion to serve my community through our dental office. And I'm proud to say that we're doing it in a very safe way. We're finally back up to full speed. It's nice to be back with family. On Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. 
you're busy. Which is great, because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. <laughs> they can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test, because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Help at Home, formerly XL Home Care, is proud to offer benefits to heroes of home care, including hero pay and hero sign-on bonuses. Any caregiver who joins the Help at Home team is eligible for a hero pay $500 sign-on bonus, plus ongoing bonus pay. They know it's been a difficult time. Help at Home wants to make sure you get the hero pay you deserve. Give them a call today and find out more or go to helpathomepa.com. That's helpathomepa.com. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. We'll see a couple of evening flurries, otherwise mostly cloudy skies tonight with a low of 27. Tomorrow, breezy and cold with some clouds, then sunshine, the high 41. Tomorrow night, clear skies with a low of 30. Thursday will be windy with plenty of sunshine and a high of 59. Mild Friday with times of clouds and sun and a high of 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You know what that means? It's time for Does This Make Sense? Does this make John, sense? I move to the grocery store at this point and ask you, yeah. does the rice cake make sense? Oh, 100% absolutely no. No, thigh on the rice cake and any vestige that it comes from forth. Horrible. The worst idea in the history of food creation. The rice cake, please, give me a roof shingle and I'll eat that instead. You're so wrong. Oh, You're so wrong. I can't tell you how much I enjoy rice cake. Really? Listen, it's everything. It has the crunch. It has a little bit of salt. It can be a vehicle for something. Like if you want to put peanut butter and jelly on it, it's great. If you want to eat it on its own, you can do that. It is flexible, malleable. It it delivers a punch. Well, not really a punch. Maybe that's maybe stretching it a bit. But <laughs> I it, say so. A it punch. Deli- it delivers something. A crunch. A very little calorie, mm-hmm. no fat. I mean, I think there's not, I can't think of a thing wrong with it. Okay, here's the deal. It's the end of the world. There's been a worldwide uh, atomic bomb. Uh, I'm the only survivor. I open up the uh, compartment to the basement. I go downstairs. There's a case of rice cakes. I might think about it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's how bad I, okay. Does this make sense? I'm looking at the family calendar today and I'm looking ahead, looking ahead. Uh Uh-oh. I see on December 17th, my six month dental checkup is in line. December 17th. I immediately get nervous. Why? Because I'm not flossing. (gasps) Oh, the old floss. The old bleeding gum things, you stick that little string in there, all the different vehicles that make it easy or whatnot. Seriously, flossing? I mean, if you didn't floss, are your teeth really going to fall out? Does that make sense? I don't think it does. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Touche. I am such a good brusher. I'm an excellent brusher. Then why do we need to do the floss? Every time you go to the dentist, and I love my hygienists. Linda, she looks at me and she shakes her head. John, 
would you please? And then she shows me the floss that's disgusting and bloody. I mean, it's horrible. So my teeth are still here. And no, and I'm a ripe age. I don't know the floss thing. Does that really make sense? WORD. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley. When God speaks, he always has something very specific to say. He never speaks in generalities. When God speaks, he has a goal in mind. And he always speaks to the human heart. Hear the series, When God Speaks, this week on In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for a free repair or replacement. Visit windowsrspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of the highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry from a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company, windowsrspittsburgh.com. That's windowsrspittsburgh.com. You cast your ballot, got your sticker, and the results are in. The 2020 election is finally behind us. Now what? Time to figure out what the results could mean for you and your retirement. The stock market will always be unpredictable, and low tax rates aren't guaranteed to last forever. So if retirement is on your horizon, now is the time to review your financial strategy. To get started, Kurt Kenotic from Accurate Solutions Group has a free guide that can help you determine if the presidential election results will impact your retirement plans. To get this free guide, call or text results to 412-515-0005. That's results to 412-515-0005. Think long-term, not four-year presidential term. Start planning your retirement today. Get your free guide from Kurt Kenotic from Accurate Solutions Group to learn what you may want to consider now that the election is behind us. Call or text results to 412-515-0005. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that when something belongs to you, you'll work to make it the best it can be. That's why every OMF employee is also an owner. From the factory to the sales floor to the delivery team, being an owner means that we take pride in all that we do. Each of our employee owners has a customer-first focus to provide not only a better mattress, but a better mattress shopping experience. Visit a location near you or go to OriginalMattress.com to see the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. Pastor Frank Rondon is with us, founding and lead pastor of Iglesia Cristiana Sion, a Hispanic church in Brookline that serves the greater Pittsburgh area. Their congregation represents 12 different countries. Pastor Frank, welcome back. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, John, for having me today. Always a pleasure. So, Pastor, uh, there's something that's sweeping across Western Pennsylvania. It's called Farmers to Families Food Box. This sounds fascinating. Please describe this. Well, just recently we got a call from farmers to families, 
and uh, they chose us. Somehow, uh, we didn't even look for this, but they called me and they said that they would like to do this with us, our church in Brookline. And what they are doing is that farmers from central PA are feeding on uh, soon here in Pittsburgh uh, more than 1,000 families with the best of meat, dairy, fruits, and vegetables. And so uh, this is just a free program for anyone who shows up that day. It comes in a box, several boxes, actually. It's not just one box you get when you come. And so um, that is, we're getting a semi uh, at our uh, parking lot. It's a big fridge, you know, and uh, full of food and it's perishable and milk, berry, you name it. It's going to be there that day. So, And that is what's going on uh, very soon here in Pittsburgh on uh, Thursday, December 3rd. They're coming to Pittsburgh. Thursday, so, December 3rd, at your parking lot, at the church parking lot in Brookline. So, Pastor, I'm, I'm sure I mean, my first thought is, okay, so this is really a wonderful thing for a lot of people who are food insecure and need a little step up. Um, is there, you know, do you have to sign something? Is there registration? Do you have to go to a website? How does that whole thing work? Uh, no, the only thing you have to do is show up. It's just, um, it, it, it is a drive-through uh, uh, all you have to do is pull up, open your trunk, we load you up with all kinds of goods, and then you drive away. No questions wow. asked. You don't have to fill out any paperwork. We don't, you know, just drive up to us, open your trunk, we put in the, everything we have to give you, and then you drive away. Fabulous. What time does so it start, if Pastor? You don't have to sign up for anything. Pastor, what time does it start during the day? Uh, it starts at 10 a.m., 10 a.m., and it goes on for three or four hours until, you know, we exhaust everything that we have. Uh, we have we're going to have plenty. And so, but it is just a blessing to be able to do this in such a time as the, as the, one, we're, the one we're living right now. You know, things are, uh, like you said, John, uh, a, a lot of insecurities. And uh, <laughs> the other day I, uh, I was shopping and I found again, you know, suddenly that there was no toilet paper. Somehow, <laughs> sold yeah. out again yeah um but we're doing everything we can you know the bible does make it clear that uh we should make our good deeds shine before men so that people will glorify our father in heaven that's what we want to do pastor frank talk about how you guys have been faring in uh, the COVID 19 era how's the health of your church uh, our church as every church uh, is being uh, up and down and yeah. just recently, we're a little bit more stable. We, um, we saw uh, a number of people not come back to the church, but continue to watch online or, or over the stream, live stream. Uh, and then we got a, a, another number of people coming. Like uh, some people got so scared that they never came back. And some people got so scared that they came to church. <laughs> and so, um, good. So, <laughs> so we have, um, and, um, you know, the, the, I believe this is the church's finest hour. We are seeing people getting saved. We are, we are baptizing people. We are doing weddings. We are doing baby dedications. Uh, we have modified a couple of different things like altar calls and different things, you know, that require a co- close contact. But everything the church is supposed to do, the church is doing. And the church is strong. So Wonderful. 
We're talking um, to Pastor Frank Rondon. Frank Rondon is the founder, lead pastor of Inglesia Cristina Sion, a Hispanic church in Brookline. It serves the greater Pittsburgh area. At the church, the congregation represents 12 different countries. Pastor, talk about that. I mean, as disparate as we can be here in the United States, uh, the banner for Jesus flies high. So 12 different countries. Uh, talk about all those different countries. And, I mean, of course, you're speaking Spanish. And largely, I'm sure, the majority of your congregants are Spanish-speaking. I mean, that here in the city of Pittsburgh, which our Spanish population is just a very tiny fraction, it's really fascinating. Uh, the, the Hispanic population is growing in Pittsburgh, and people from all different countries are coming to realization. Pittsburgh is a great place to be. And mm-hmm. so uh, one of the things that, that, that when you come into a new context is that you, find, you try to find your culture and you try to find a place where you can worship. And we say our church that we are united because Jesus makes us one. It's not, exa- it's not just that we speak Spanish or we like the same food, we like the spices. It's the fact that we are brothers and sisters because we are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are blood brothers. So you know, we're, we, 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 we're, it's in the, the, we're in the family. And so um, we, we have this big diversity. Uh, Hispanics come in many different uh, flavors. You know, not all Hispanics are the same. But when it comes to, to the fact that we are part of one kingdom, one culture that comes from heaven, then, you know, we get along real well. And we have Hispanics that are the same, many different countries and um, different cultures. People have different things in their minds. For example, uh, I don't know if you have heard just recently, uh, a lot of hurricanes and tropical storms ha- yes, have yes. swept through Central yeah. America. And um, we have people from Guatemala, we have people from Honduras, from El Salvador, Nicaragua, that, that, that are from those towns where, uh, for example, we know people in, uh, in Guatemala that come from villages, villages that now do not longer exist because there were mudslides. And mm-hmm. literally, sad to say, but this is happening, people were buried alive. When the mud came down, it just buried the whole village. Uh, they, they couldn't go anywhere. And so um, uh, we're praying for, for situations like that, and we're also doing our part, uh, financially sending finances or uh, also sending uh, you know, clothes. Just recently we sent two huge boxes of clothes to, to those affected and, uh, and some fi- and finances for the missionaries that are still there doing the work on the ground. And um, it's just... Um, I believe that somehow, one way or another, God is wanting to get our attention. Yes. So be it, you know, uh, uh, COVID-19 or be it uh, tropical storms or earthquakes, God is pleading with us, please pay attention to me, turn to me, and seek my face. Amen to that. The program is called Farmers to Families Food Box. Uh, Frank, give us the details one more time, please, Pastor. Farmers to Families Food Box Program is coming to Pittsburgh on Thursday, December 3rd, and we're going to be at 1462 Brookline Boulevard. It is a drive-through program. All you have to do is pull up and open your trunk, and we're going to load you up with the best that farmers from Central PA have to give, the best of dairy, fruit, vegetables, and meat. And so 
It is open for everyone. There is no questions asked. There is no paperwork to fill out. All you have to do is show up that day and receive your blessing. Very nice. So, Pastor, how it about will be a, from a, a 10 website? To 1 p.m. I'm sorry, 10 o'clock until 1 o'clock. Yep. Yes. And as you exit, please, Pastor, give us a website for the church. It's iglesiacion.com. So it's a Hispanic church. So it's iglesia, that's the word for church, I-G-L-E-S-I-A. And then the word Zion, but with an S, because it's in Spanish. So S-I-O-N.com. Iglesiacion.com. Well, Pastor, thanks find all the a lot. There. Thanks for I mean, being here, Frank. Yeah, for caring for people yeah. in Brookline and across Pittsburgh. Uh, congratulations on that. I mean, to be Christ-like in that, we, we really appreciate the efforts here. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Our pleasure. It truly okay. it is. I mean, it's a wonderful program, Farmers to Families Food Box. And, uh, you know, as you hear what's happening in Brookline, also, you know, it's a government program. So they're partnering with local churches as well and uh, other churches throughout the area. Uh, you should know that Christ Church, Christ Church at Grove Farm, uh, which is a, a large church here, you know, right outside the city of Pittsburgh. They're also doing Farmers, uh, the Farmers to Families Food Box. And uh, that's coming up November 24th, December 8th, December 22nd. As you heard Pastor Frank Rondon talk about this, you just show up. You don't have to have, make any reservations. You just get in line. Um, at Frank's church, a pastor's church, is December 3rd. It starts at 10 o'clock from 10 to 1. Christ Church starts at 10.30 on the 24th and December 8th and December 22nd. So I'd encourage you to check it out, whether it's a uh, Pastor Frank's church, which is um, Inglesia Christian Sion Church in Brookline, or Christ Church at Grove Farm, all across this country, especially across Western Pennsylvania, Farmers to Families Food Box. Our Faith and Family Mortgage Team is kind of like a pro football team. They've got their own language, Blue 42, Omaha, Z Post Dive, and we've got our own language, DTI, PMI, or Cash Out Refinance in Omaha. They've got fancy end zone dances like the Icky Shuffle and the Salsa, and my dad has his happy customer dance. I call it the Awkward Shuffle by a man who loves chips and salsa. But maybe the biggest similarity is that we both have special advantages. They've got world-class athleticism and talent, and we... Definitely don't, but we do have a special direct lender advantage. Our team is part of a company that uses its own money and makes its own lending decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman, and this advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Come get a mortgage touchdown at United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject, and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Spending more time inside? J&D Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy-causing moisture without filters or residue. 
reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY or visit jdwaterproofing.com. First Presbyterian Church is a beacon of light and love to this community. The message that I hear sustains me for the whole week. I love this church because of the diversity and the music and the people. The incredible beauty of the space. A warm, welcoming congregation. The people are amazing and truly love one another and Christ and our pastor preaches the gospel. I want everybody in Pittsburgh to come and experience. First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh in the heart of the city with the city in its heart. Welcome back to Customize and Save with Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, the game show where you only pay for what you need. And we're out of time. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hi, I'm Kelsey Wiggins, a teacher in Gilmore City Bridegate School District in Iowa. Thanks to a science, technology, engineering, and math grant sponsored by Bear Fund, we renovated an old locker room into a monarch butterfly incubator, providing students with access to innovative technology that engages and inspires them. I encourage farmers to nominate a school district to apply for a $15,000 Grow Rural Education Grant by visiting americasfarmers.com. You know what? It's hard to believe that next week is Thanksgiving. It is. So... With Thanksgiving, college students and their parents, they face a daunting challenge this holiday because how do students go home safely without bringing the coronavirus with them from campus? Now, Kath, you yourself in your own home have faced this challenge recently. Right on the other side of the wall where you're broadcasting right now is your loving and kind and talented daughter Mm -hmm. who was diagnosed with the coronavirus. It's true. Uh, She took a positive, she took a test that turned out to be positive when she was away at school. And so we brought her home last Monday and um, you know, parents make different choices. And I think, you know, whatever you decide to do, you just got to figure out what you feel best about because some parents decide to let their kid be sick and stay at school. So they don't come home. I just didn't feel right about that. Um, And so we went to get her and um, all I can tell you is it was dread it was just like you, you spend all this time trying not to get COVID-19 and then you're going to go get somebody who physically has it and you're going to bring them into your house. And she's in the backseat of the car. Yeah, she's in the backseat of the car. So, um, Still. So, right. So it's been nine days. Uh, her quarantine, she can come out uh, tomorrow. It'll be day 10. And by out, I mean that if you want to like clamp down on this thing, you have to be like rigid about it and she other than to go to the bathroom she has not been out of her room since last monday and she's losing her mind and it's horrible and we have to you know make all our meals and take them up to her on paper plates and plastic silverware i mean it's just you have to be really locked down and thank god up to this point uh, my husband and i do not have it or if we do have it we're asymptomatic we have not been tested yet we'll be tested at the end of the week so then tomorrow morning is like the big reveal. You right. go to her room, you open the door, and it's kind of like she's entering into the earth for a second time. Listen, I got to tell you, we have not seen, like today, she walked down the front steps to go out to take a walk. And it was the first time I saw her face in nine days. And she's right there. I mean, we live in a small house. She's right there. 
I mean, but you just have to, you have to lock it down. You just have to lock it down. Now, if your kid doesn't have COVID, I think the best um, prescription that I saw was on the, in the wall street journal a couple of days ago, John, and that was just that your kid has to quarantine at school first, you know, spend four or five days. I don't know what the recommendation is. You just have to look it up at the CDC website and then they come home and then they spend a couple of days isolated at home before you introduce them. So, I mean, it's complicated. It's really complicated. It's just, it's a, it takes it to a different level when you know that your kid is positive. And that's why we had to put all these draconian measures into place. Yes. Oh, God bless us all. Oh, I know. We need Jesus more than ever for common sense, for wisdom, for safety, for all those things. Praise God from whom all blessings flow, truly. Hey, thanks for being with us. Uh, podcast is up and running after we leave the uh, air. Have yourself a great night. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.